You want to know the difference between us? I have class and you don't. But we're back. Mother. We are so back. We're so back. Welcome back. Episode two. Episode dose. Mayan Fola take over the world. Mayan Fola take over the world. Fola, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, Yeah, it's been like a pretty mild week this week um i'm seeing beyonce in two weeks you know just preparing for that i still don't have an outfit which oh, absolutely i'm i'm a mess um but yeah how are you i'm good i've been really busy these last couple weeks like dropped off dry cleaning to my dry cleaner like almost three weeks ago and still have not picked it up busy like um, he's probably gonna beat me up if I don't pick it up this weekend. So that I fear that will be happening. But working two jobs. My dad is having this big 50th birthday party. He's a Leo man. He's Indo-Trinidadian. It's a big, it's yeah. a big deal. So um, yeah, just a lot of preparing and like. Sorry, I was just imagining you like in a Street Fighter like style fight with your dry cleaner. Like you said, he's gonna beat you up if you don't take. <laughs> you don't pick up your laundry. <laughs> yeah, but you got your hair done. Yes, I got my yes. hair rebraided. The the knotless box braids. The boxes were they were getting broken down, and you know, Leo father, I'm not gonna pull up to his 50th birthday party with undone braids. So I had to go get my braids redone. I brought my laptop. It was giving Carrie Bradshaw in the chair. Just, I couldn't help but wonder. I couldn't help but wonder if I used EcoStyler and still got to be glued gel on my edges. (laughs) If Mr. Big would like me back. (laughs) Sorry. I'm full on interrupting you. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, I was just being a modern woman, you know, just getting my work done while I'm in the hair salon, you know, black woman in tech, black woman exactly. in STEM. Exactly. And alas, here we are. The party is almost here. This man's literally been talking about having this party for years. So right. the day is approaching, I fear. I feel like you've been talking about this party. Like, I'm like, when is her dad's birthday? <laughs> I feel like you've been talking about this party. Like, I'm like, when is her dad's birthday? <laughs> like, this has been a long time coming. Like, <laughs> No, you're right. Um, So basically, my dad works for the government, and he's going to retire in two years. And he's literally been counting down his retirement since, like, since he started this job and I was like <laughs> five or six years old. He's so real. And he's also turning. So yeah, he's supposed to retire in two years. He's turning 50 this year. For a while, he was like trying to decide, am I going to do a big 50th birthday party? Am I going to do a big retirement party? Should I combine the two? Last winter, I think we kind of agreed that we would hold off the retirement party mm-hmm. and then do like a big trip for his 50th birthday party. Okay. And, and literally January 1st, 2023, this man is like, actually, I'm going to have my birthday party this year. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, and this is this is an unmarried Indo Trinidadian Leo man. Mm. And I his eldest Taurus daughter, mm. which meant that I would be planning a party. You're planning. <laughs> yeah. Right um there's there's been some some conflict on the party front but ultimately it was swept up okay but yeah it's just a big deal to him he's literally been talking about this party for years and i think it's gonna be a good time the girlies are pulling up which we love to see because i would rather count every subway tile in manhattan than (laughs) my sunday night with a bunch of old judgmental caribbean people (laughs) so yeah so shout out to the girlies but like that's why the party is like such a big deal i keep calling it his sweet 16 because that is exactly the vibe it's giving stop it is yeah my super sweet 16 do you remember that episode where the girls like um do you want to beat you up in front of everybody again are you ready for that Oh my god, I think so. Was she like she's like handing she... out the invitation? She was like a short little black girl. She's handing out her invitations and she's like, Did you fucking take an invitation an invitation, Mackenzie? And she's like going off on this girl. Uh I need a my super sweet 16. Where are they now? Because I have so many questions. Oh, like 
Tiana Taylor. Oh yeah. Out of my super sweet 16 episode. Mm-hmm. I think Chris Brown and mm-hmm. Bow Wow had super sweet 16 episodes. I like I feel like ooh, podcast podcast episode. Speaking of Leos, we have to give a birthday shout out to mother, sister, queen, Miss Brooke DeVard. Um I, I really don't know what to say. I don't like idolize people really because um, they do tend to disappoint me. But Brooke DeVard, it's my sister. She's mother. never failed. She... Mother to Mavi, the cutest baby ever. The exactly. only reason I would actually birth a son is right. her and that child. Did you She's see not... the video of her being like, do you want to use the gua sha? And he's like, mommy, where's the gua sha? I I almost died, but yeah. Um, we love Brooke. Happy birthday. Yes. Um, Happy birthday, thanks Brooke. for inspiring us. Yes. Hope to have you on the pod in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Role model of the pod, Brooke Devard. We oh, Barbenheimered yeah. last a couple weekends ago. A couple weekends ago. Yeah, I can't believe how quickly time is going. Fola and I went together. Obviously, we made a we made a big outing of it with the girls and our token Boys. male friend. Um, we I guess we should we give the people a rundown of our day. I think that's um yeah sure it was really lovely. Um, we went to brunch, uh, and then we went to the theater and we did Oppenheimer. Then we had like a quick little run, get snacks break, and then we did Barbie. And then we went and got some like dumplings um, at this restaurant across from the theater. It was really fun. Like I thought I had a really lovely day. It wasn't too hot outside. Like it wasn't unbearable, you know, hanging out with the girls. Um, it was very everyone fun. stopped yeah. us and was asking us about like our outfits and if we saw the movie Absolutely. yet and telling us to have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Ingenuity because they're gonna start trying to do Barbenheimers every summer and they're just not gonna be good. It's not gonna give what they want it to give. It's exactly. Yeah. It's really sad to see. There's like some poor like intern at um I don't know someplace who's like typing up a mock up of like some stupid movie mashup. Poor thing. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. If they're really about it, they will re-release Mamma Mia and the Dark Knight because I would go see that. I would go see it. I actually haven't seen Mamma Mia, but I know that it's like, I know the vibe. You got to see Mamma Mia. It's just, it's I too know. good. It's too freaking good. Yeah. Sorry, I, I, it's just like, I feel like I avoid it because I'm just like, oh my God, like once I see it, it's going to stick in my brain and I'm not going to be able to do anything for like a month besides listen to this fu- these songs so it's for the best but absolutely. shout out to abba shout out to you know celebrities who just put out their music and shut up <laughs> let's bring that back silence what a perfect segue because it's almost an abundance of celebrity news this week like it's just the fact that it's only thursday it's and there's been like scary. four stories is a little With, bit um four like major yeah, stories like a little bit a little bit scary nothing. i love when celebrities are just silent like that's why i think i stand beyonce so hard because she speaks to her fans once a year and it's like barely a whisper and it's just like we're just like oh my god beyonce because what's her name ariana grande's new boyfriend's ex-wife continues to speak to us i'm glad you brought it up because i've been it's been weighing on my heart and i gotta get off my chest um (laughs) first off i'm we we don't care we do not care i have not been gagged by a cheating scandal literally since i was what fucking eight years old and tiger woods's ex-wife elon was beating the shit out of his car with his golf club like like, why was that so devastating as a child like, I feel I like everyone has strong memories of just, like, Tiger Woods, like, and his whole cheating thing. I think it's because, like, he was Obama before Obama was Obama. Like, he was, like, the, like, the palatable biracial guy who's famous and, like, skilled and talented or whatever. Wow. 
you're a bit of a genius i fear who's our who's our biracial now zendaya (laughs) you know what and she is she is she is actually yeah yeah but um shout out to ariana shout out to her for ruining marriages personally i think they were like trying to do like a uh, what's it called like a compilation of all the relationships she's destroyed and I'm like okay like you see this and yet you keep letting her near your man you keep letting her come to your what did like wasn't she like at their like anniversary parties and shit like she was like she was around plotting scheming right I'm just tired of like every it feels like every three to six months at this point it's like a white heterosexual cheating scandal and it's like it's completely unremarkable you know what i mean like i've probably witnessed more compelling drama in my own house that week than hearing about the oh no the uh the white heterosexual celebrities are cheating on each other again should we throw a party should we invite bill clinton like and I just like I'm sorry. Are we like in the Salem witch trials? Like cheating is just like is cheating bad? Yes, but like yeah. it's really giving. I saw Goody Proctor with the devil at this point. Like it's just it's getting to be too much. Why are we still talking about Ariana and SpongeBob? It's been like a week and a half at this point. The girlies, the she days with the oat milk and the bangs, are so mad about John Mulaney and Anna Marie Tenler, even though none of us know what was happening there timeline wise. And it's just, I need you guys to like divest from cheating. You guys are not getting cheated on, okay? You guys are not the ones getting cheated on. I'm really, I'm tired. I'm bored. The way they were mad at John Mulaney, the way Anna Marie Tendler was posting like interpretive dance choreography and like (laughs) pictures of her feet. talking about like the wounds that have been caused meanwhile he's like bouncing this baby on his hip like he does not give a fuck i'm just the response is just disproportionate to what the thing is at hand especially with john mulaney like they were acting like he they were acting like he murdered selena no this is me defending shiv roy um throughout all of succession (laughs) yeah and it's like it i think it's the issue is like people are like oh i trusted him he doesn't know who you are he wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire. None of these people would. And I wouldn't either, because you guys are weird. <laughs> I'm simply not saving you. And the funniest thing is that Ariana Grande was like, oh, and here's my new flavor of my perfume. <laughs> and she said, you bitches are going to buy it anyway. Yeah. Sorry to say, she chewed. You're never going to make me hate her. Like, I'm sorry, the album's going to eat. Um, I'm still gonna have positions on repeat. Maybe I'll buy the fragrance, but exactly. women women can't have hobbies Breaking anymore. Families, maybe she's really good at it. Like you know, if she was good at fencing, we would let her fence. If she was good, so, why not let her destroy marriages? Like clearly, right. she's an expert. I'm just thinking of her like as like a dance dance revolution like enemy or something. Like <laughs> like she's like level hard <laughs> stealing oh your boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, like, parasocial type stuff, the Lizzo moment that we're having right now. This has been a rough 48 hours for the girls. It's been really weird. Um, I typically hate when people, like, when someone gets exposed and people are like, I never liked that person. I always had a bad feeling about them. Because it's like, if, like... I have those moments, but I know that I'm incredibly smart and incredibly perceptive. Some of you bitches can't tell navy blue from black. I really don't think, I really don't think we should be trusting your judgment on character. Right. Right. But I will say that, like, I respect Lizzo as, like, a person and an artist and stuff. But when she did first come on the scene and I saw how much, like, white millennial women were drawn to her. Mm. But, like, Black people were kind of just, like, indifferent about her at best. I was like, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I like a couple of the Lizzo songs. I I like some of her music. And I liked her vegan TikToks when she would, like, get, like, jackfruit birria tacos and shit. Um, I fucked with that. But it's, like even though like she's like making content in her house and she's you know making music about like her life and stuff 
we still don't know that lady. We just do not know her. And I feel like people are like, oh, I'm just so disappointed. This Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, sure. But I'm like, we have to like, we need to start creating distance between ourselves and these people. Same thing oh. with like the Doja Cat thing. People are like, oh, I'm so disappointed in Doja Cat for dating a nasty white guy. I'm like, it's Doja Cat. Like that's her, that's her type. I don't know what to tell you. Are we forgetting that she was in the Rachel chat rooms showing feet? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, and she was proud of it. The fact is, I'm pretty sure she's still in the racial chat rooms. Right. And she's got Grammys. Like, she doesn't give a fuck. Also, Zendaya white is mom biracial. So carrying I'm... the white mom biracials right now on her shoulders. Another person who I'm sure is relieved that, like, the strike is happening, aside from Iowa Debris, like... Because I've, I've been saying, Iowa Debra is probably happy about the strike because she was doing a bazillion projects. And now right, she, she gets to lie down. Oh, my God. Shout out to my Caribbean African queen, period. Absolutely. And Zendaya can now, I don't know, I guess she can chill out a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, release the tension from carrying the white mom by Rachel's on her back for at least a little while. Right. Literally since, like, Barack's, um, since he left office. Yeah. She's been doing it because Obama's, like listening to like pound town and like writing it down and being like <laughs> putting it on his blogs and having a netflix documentary yeah oh whatever, uh, whatever. Mm. speaking of zendaya euphoria angus cloud r.i.p rest in peace to my ginger king that was so crazy to like read um he's literally like our age like a little bit older than us a friend of a friend asked me to come work like do like production assistant work essentially that day and we were like busy packing up goodie bags for the event and like setting them up and then i pull up my phone to check my phone for the first time in a while and i have 10 text messages and they're all telling me that angus cloud fucking died and i'm like this is this is ridiculous actually crazy like yeah. and i i not poor to, like, guy. realize it but i think that this is a sign that I think, like, he's really, he was one of the beating hearts of Euphoria. He was one of the things keeping people coming back. Like, unfortunately, Sam Levinson isn't going to do it. Like, for like, I don't think he'll be able to handle that as, like, a screw, as, like, a you know, anything. Um, so I'm, like, you know, not to say that Euphoria should be over, but, like... I like because it wasn't going to come back till 2025 anyway, and that was before the writer right. strike and the WGA strike. And the full 38 years old. Sam Levinson needs to like he needs to be put on trial for violating the Geneva Convention, <laughs> and season two fucking sucked. And you know me and Alexis, my best friend, were talking about this last night. I don't really know if I can be 27 right. years old watching like. And I was like, me, Alexis, and her friend Chelsea are all hanging out yesterday. With back. a full child. Who knows? Do I really need to be watching something That's the that thing. I was, I was watching like, when I was 19? When did Euphoria come out? That was like, what, sophomore year of college? Like, I was still like, oh, I can do, I can dabble in the high school shit. But like, now it's like, like, you know, I'm going to be off my parents' like healthcare soon. Like, that's, <laughs> the shit is not, I don't know. It's not for me. And I think that like Sam Levinson just needs to like attend a writer's clinic you know i think that he should just be in like he needs like a six-week intensive i think he just you know just like or just i just maybe just sit and watch just like a few good television shows and just see how those are done and then maybe like come back to the drawing board you know because he can kind of do whatever he wants i mean he made euphoria which was a big show but i think i don't know we'll see We'll see. Yeah, I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a sustainable no. writer, and like I think season one of Euphoria like sustained itself and got that hype in that way, not because of anything that he was doing particularly, but because absolutely. And the thing is, Euphoria's like uh, it's like a what's it called an adaptation from like a European show or something like that. So it's just like okay, did he really even like we haven't seen the original show? I don't know. Right. enough about that but yeah rest in peace angus cloud yeah like honestly i like i just really i i feel like it would have been super cool to just like smoke weed with i know right oh, husband okay well since we've like spent like <laughs> 
like 20 minutes talking about stuff that's not the topic of this episode um maybe we should get into it i think we should um so if you like notice from the intro (laughs) and like the random like little comments um today's episode is about the parent trap yeah hooray hooray i saw that it turned like 25 a couple days ago and i was like and Maya and I talked about doing one, and I was like, I think it's the end of summer. It's just very, I don't know. It's parent trap season. Um, and it's like something that we've bonded over as friends. Um, definitely like one of our favorite movies as a collective. I have a little poster somewhere behind me. I also have one. Um, exactly. Like, it's, like, people with taste. Like, I feel like that is, like, the litmus test. Like, were you a young child and you, like, really fucked with the parent trap? That is, like, okay, wow. Like, as an adult, I'm, like, okay, I know you're a good, interesting person with taste. You know, you understand aesthetics and, like, stories and, yeah, and good writing. My little sister texted me, actually, like, a week or two ago. I think she was watching, she was either, like, watching your live or, like, your, like, wall tour or something, and she was like, I know that you and Fola were, like, destined to be friends because you both have parent trap prints on your wall. Stop. That's so cute. Oh, my God. Swimming. Have you seen, like, the original parent trap? Like, the one with... Don't they they have, like, fuck-ass bobs in that one? (laughs) Oh my god let me look <laughs> let me look at it is it a fuck-ass bob like i know it was a like that um what's it called you know that gif of the wig being like snapped onto that person's head <laughs> <laughs> no no let me let me look at the the trailer oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Not this Julie Andrews ass haircut. This fucking bowl cut. Oh, oh my god. Nancy Myers, like, she did what she had to do. She because... she said, I'm actually gonna I'm I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she gave us just like one of the most iconic movies of all time. No, absolutely. And like, you know, I don't know. So like Maya, like, what's your how'd you come to know the parent trap? Okay, so I have this very distinct childhood memory where, like, I think it was, like, a recurring thing where mm-hmm. what some of my favorite days as a kid were when I would get home from school on Friday and I knew that Disney Channel was going to show a little movie moment because um, I think kids these days don't realize that, like, you didn't get really a say in what you watched on TV back in the day. The kids that I nannied uh, for definitely didn't understand so yeah, that. So, yeah, just the excitement of coming um, home and knowing that at, like, 8 p.m. So, yeah, just the excitement of coming home and knowing that at, like, 8 p.m. I'm going to watch a Disney Channel original movie. And I'm not going to know what it is. I'm going to have to wait to find out. And also sometimes on those Fridays, my mom would order Chinese I would come home and it would be a Chinese food Disney Channel movie night. And it was the parent trap. Like, it was really, I was getting my entire life. That sounds so fun. Oh, my God. And, like, yeah, like, your life was really just up to, like, whoever was fucking flipping the switches over at Disney Channel. Like, you know, if they wanted to play, like, those movies about, I don't know. Like, there were some movies that weren't, like, very good. There were movies that were good, and then there were movies that weren't good. Um, And if they wanted to play, like, one of those shitty movies, it's like, that's it. You're watching Nickelodeon tonight. The eight-year-old boy I nanny for has been watching The Simpsons for at least the last two and a half months. And I did not know how to explain to him that he would not have ever been able to do that, like, ten years ago. No. Just sit and watch The Simpsons. join where they are. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <sighs> yes. No. Like, you would have had to just join where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <sighs> but, yeah. Fola. Fola. What mm-hmm. was your parent trap experience, initial experience? I'll be honest. I feel like I don't really remember the first time I ever watched it. I just know we watched it on a VHS like, I know we had to, like, rewind 
the tape before we pressed play and i remember like the vhs tape um you know like the i don't know what is it like a container the case was like so cunt like it was like hallie and annie and like these like sparkly bathing suits and they were like oh my god just really like it gave um and i remember being a kid and being like wow like this is this is gorgeous i love it um and so yeah like being younger like we'd always have like sleepovers with my cousins and stuff and like you know it's like okay let's watch a movie um and then go to bed at like 10 p.m because it's super late because we're raging um and then yeah it was like always like okay my mom would buy like that popcorn from like the movie theater butter popcorn from Costco and we just like pop popcorn and just fucking watch movies um and Parent Trap was always in that rotation and I feel like as I got older I was just like I was like this is one of my favorite movies like it's just so fun and it's like it's like a warm hug you know like on my 17th birthday a bunch of my cousins came over and we just like I just put on the parent trap and my mom was like, this is your birthday. Like, this is so you. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Very fun. Yeah. Like Nancy Myers is really the girl. Like, I just don't know. Like, you know, she's just, we'll eventually do like a whole Nancy Myers episode, but she's just, I think also the parent trap and Nancy Myers specifically is what like got me into films when I was a kid. Mm. I always tell people that like, I used to say that I have, like, cultural gaps because, like, my parents are immigrants. They didn't move to the States until, like, the 80s, which isn't entirely true. I just think, like, that is a component, but also we are very much, like, a TV yeah. show music family. And the family, trap is, like, yeah, you're, like, As opposed to a, um, you're, like, oh, I get what's going movie on. Movie family. So I had, like, a lot of, like, popular movies like, and stuff oh. I didn't see. And, mm-hmm. like, I have very like, distinct memories of, like, being like, young. Like, and 26. Um like the parent trap comes to mind father of the bride comes to mind and like i just i don't know what it is about like a nancy myers film specifically maybe it's because like they're sent to run like young women and families and stuff but like it did feel really accessible to me as like a young girl even if i didn't completely understand everything that was going on i gotta say it i'm a meredith like apologist like i don't know the way i would have been acting if i bagged a vineyard owner that looked like dennis quaid that looked like dennis yeah no she's kind of an icon not only that she had her little gay best friend back in the 90s running around on that golf course uh, in the golf cart her like Mm -hmm. iconic little cunty camping outfit like yeah like she yeah she was the villain of the movie but it's like like you know sometimes you have to be the villain to like serve cunt like to just be the it girl I don't know it's just yeah she's mother she's queen she's queen oh speaking of mothers the mother natasha richardson icon my princess diana literally because i thought she was princess diana until (laughs) or just like i would confuse them like they're just like yeah like white women with that haircut and they're british no but like let's talk about mother like she was like that that like section of the movie where they're like running around London and she's just like she's just like oh my daughter's back from camp and let me take her to this photo shoot and hang out and also let me dress my daughter in this like cunty little powder blue suit and let's run around London and just eat and just be like and just you know casual you just got off like a 15-hour flight and we're just I, like yeah like she's mother like i'm so sorry you just i don't know she was ahead of her time actually just like a, a bougie single working mom like right. right like she really was the blueprint for like the tribeca mom the brooklyn heights she's mom like the exactly. bougie mom you know right. just, like the that. really expensive stroller and the like you know soul cycle class like that's all that's missing like maybe she just had like an exercise bike in one of the back rooms of their house who knows I love I feel like I like to think about the movie in like chapters and I think it's like supposed to be like thought of that way like it's like the camp era and then the switch and then the switch back and so like the London part I feel like is some of my favorite 
stuff in the movie like I can really just like watch that on loop because it's just so pretty to me the way it's like rainy yeah they really they chewed I'm, they I'm chewed afraid. every sec every second of the movie is just like I need exciting. to I need to know how much movie how much money that movie made what were we saying speaking of camp oh I was saying speaking of camp like looking back and like tie-dye girl the icon the girl the doll um, Maya sent me a video. Apparently, Tie Dye Girl has like parent trap sleepovers with all the girls on her like that live on her block with her daughters, and she's like, yeah, she's like, and they're like, oh, that's her, that's her, that's her. When their mom comes up on the screen, oh my god! Wait, that's so cute. I didn't even realize. I feel like I s sent you that. Maybe I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't realize that's it was. You sent me. Yeah, I went to her account and it was like she's like, yes, I'm Tie Dye Girl. I was like, damn, did you realize like you were a lot of young people's like queer awakening as like a 12 year old okay i was thinking about it the other day the parent trap bisexual medium absolutely i yeah. second i concur like first of all like why were mad at the little girls like the little girls at the camp who got lines mad gay the one who taught hallie how to pull her bag out of the thing the one with the glasses right. and the bob right bisexual you're down telling me, you're telling me she's straight yeah yes. yeah historical <laughs> women's college down she literally then... looks like she goes <laughs> she goes to smith she, goes... <laughs> she looks like she looks like a brooklyn woman who like ferments things in her house are you kidding me i know she does not play about a kombucha she composts and shit what the fuck are you talking about i know she wears the fuck out of a loafer yeah. Exactly. Tie-dye girl. Hallie, Hallie's definitely she-they. She's from California. She, yeah, yeah. She was raised by her dad. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was raised by fucking Chessie, that lesbian. <laughs> Why did you say like it was a slur? <laughs> I need everyone to understand that whole thing that they try to do at the end of the movie where like she falls in love with Martin the butler. It just doesn't add up. They are both gay. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? And yeah, that was another like bisexual awakening moment. Being a kid and like, I used to be like, I just really like Chessie. I just can't put my finger on why. I just think she's such a cool lady. And I just think her character is so cool. And I just love how she talks about things. And then I was like, uh. I think I told you this before, but I, um, he and I like know each other like, tangentially but i know her nephew oh wow yeah lisa ann walter's so, nephew i don't know i feel like you need to turn that tangent into a little perpendicular parallel <laughs> moment not me not me pulling up my geometry knowledge please <laughs> women in <and> stem <laughs> but yeah parent trap is definitely a bisexual movie because like just not even just that like everyone of every gender is hot and like a lot of the characters are right. gay coded but the fact that nancy myers puts her entire nancy pussy into the aesthetic <laughs> and the soundtrack when they right. opened up with love by nat king cole i even six-year-old me knew that this movie was going to be something different exactly you feel it like in your yeah. soul yes bell is the way you look <laughs> And then, yeah, me. iconic, 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 because the end of the movie is Natalie Cole. This will be an everlasting love. Like, they really, like, that was messaging. No, like, they... Like, that was, like, no, that was intentional. Like, that was, like, you know, from one generation to another. Like, oh, my God. It just, it's just too good. So get me started. <laughs> and then the, like the handshake of course i feel like i tried to learn it but i just like didn't have the brain capacity as a child so i might have to like watch a youtube video i think i can get it now i feel like me and my sisters have been saying that we're gonna learn it but my autistic ass i just <laughs> you know i can't i can't be good at everything but yeah. maybe i'm gonna have to get it down one day because it is it is part of my culture right but i feel like you know what it's a, it's a lot of like skipping and jumping around you know my knees don't like do that <laughs> more like they're like she's like ducking like into like a deep squat right they're like like doing like a, a bob and a weave to go under each other like they were practically square dancing on that fucking pier at one point um i know that 
Nick Parker and Elizabeth James were meant for each other because they both, not only did they decide to like get married after meeting each other on a cruise for like five minutes, which I don't blame them because they're both very sexy. But number two, they both were like, you know what? We're going to get a divorce. Clearly you should take one of the twins and go back to London. And I'm going to stay here in America with the other twin. And we're not going to tell them about it. Like the fact that they both were like, yeah, solid plan. The fact that that's what they decided on. Right. It's giving twin flame. And it's like, did they like have a divorce? Like, did they like have lawyers go, hey, maybe this, this is a good idea? And they're like, shut the fuck up. I pay you. Don't don't say shit. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm just taking one. And I'm just like, I don't know. Shout out to them, though, honestly. Like they split it. They split up the twins like they were their belongings. they were like they were like one hair dryer one shoe one baby (laughs) i don't like i wonder if there are like any like real like families who like do that Mm -hmm. they're just like i'll take a baby but you know what that requires a lot of financial security let's talk about the privilege that went into (laughs) into choosing to split them apart because a lot of people stay in marriages because it's secure for them, you know? Mm-hmm. And the fact that Elizabeth James was able to say, mm, fuck you, I'm taking my baby back to my beautiful, gorgeous house in London. Yeah, it's very, it's very modern. Like that is, I kind of feel like, you know, secrecy aside, I feel like that's an arrangement that like a New York family would have. Absolutely. Like, rich new york family would do that why isn't there like a parent trap about like one parent who lives in like the lower east side with a twin and one parent lives on like the upper west (laughs) most of the movie would be of them on the train (laughs) they meet at like swim camp at the fucking 92nd street ymca But, um, oh my god, the parents, yes. Um, I can't get enough of them. Dennis Quaid, like, mm. Mm, that is a man. They don't make men like that anymore. They make men like that. No. Oof. Like, the and first just... the first time you see him and he's just standing there waiting for the plane. Like, yeah. Yeah. In his in his giant house that he owns in Napa with his vineyard. What do, what do, what do men that age do now? They all have tech startups. They have podcasts. <laughs> they're they're asking about two hundred dollar dates, and they're wearing Amiri jeans and Comme des Garcons sneakers. <laughs> Bring our men back. Christian <laughs> Walker needs to be a guest. I don't want to like amplify his voice because I know he's still like not a great person, but I just I want to hear his views on men. I think. I think we would all get along really well. Maybe we need to do a brunch with Christian Walker. A kiki with Christian. Yeah, but shout out to Dennis Quaid in that movie. Because I feel like that movie is very, like, like, Parent Trap is very, like, women-centric. And, like, you can, like, get really just, like, deep into, like, how incredible all the girly pops are. But Dennis Quaid is, like, the anchor. You know what I mean? Like, he falls in that pool in that one scene and he's just, he's just fine. He's just hot. Like, there's just, yeah, I don't know. And then also he's yeah. the one that's getting engaged to Meredith, which brings in the conflict. Like he yeah. he's really husband. Who would you pick to play the dad in a parent trap like today? If we were just like replacing people. John Ham. I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Oh my god. I'd literally throw up <laughs> everywhere. I would be I would be sick to my fucking stomach. RIP to single John Ham. I feel like I wake up every morning and I'm like, oh, he's married. Also, the fact that like he's just chosen to do whatever he's doing post Mad Men. I'm like, does your management team not like you? Because why is your talent being squandered on right. this? foolishness right it's like you were the star of one of the biggest shows on tv for an entire decade and now you're in activia commercials like what does he even do (laughs) you know who else would be a great contender for the dad in a modern day parent trap remake 
our man, Jeremy Allen White. <laughs> the way he's living one. <laughs> we don't even need him to be in a remake. <laughs> Oh I will audition to be like, married. He's like fully in the midst of separating his daughters into right. like two boxes with his wife. <laughs> you think he's gonna take one to Chicago? That'd be pretty funny. She can wear a blue apron. She well, they wear apron. New York people, aren't they? I don't know. I feel like they live in LA, or like they used to be used to live in New York. Now they're in LA. Yeah. Shout out to LA. I really, I think we need to do like an Erewhon episode. Where we just walk the aisles of Erewhon and are like, what the fuck is this? Maybe like a vlog moment. <laughs> they need to open one in New York. I know. What cause problems? Like that would actually like shift the economy, I think, a little what? bit. Okay, so like in terms of like, you know, we're kind of astrology girlies. Like what would you say your parent trap big three are like of the characters first off i want to say the parent trap being released during cancer season makes perfect fucking sense so much sense it's emotional there's parent issues there's great aesthetics there's great music but my parent trap big three i'm definitely an annie's son hallie moon elizabeth james rising real <laughs> very real i see that as well I'm going to say I was like, honestly, because I feel like when I was younger, I'd like pick a side, like I'd be like pro one of the twins, which is just me being like a weirdo. But um, I, I was like always a really big Hallie girl, I think because she was like she was the one who like took charge and shit. She was like, yeah, we are going to cut your hair and we are going to pe pierce your ears because <laughs> I'm not making any alterations. Um but we're going to, like, physically mutilate you, Annie, because you have to be... <laughs> no one's going to believe that you you grew your hair, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I'm going to say my Hallie son, you know. She's just, like, very Americana, which I love. And then I want to say I'm a chessy moon. Like, honestly, I remember... Like, she's on my Pinterest in, like, my outfits boards. Because, like, being a child and being, like, how does she wear these big shirts and look amazing like what the fuck and then i'm gonna say i'm a meredith blake rising like i'm so sorry i know she, again she's the villain of the movie whatever but like like at the end of the day like she was really just like if you really think about it if you put it into perspective she was really just a girl trying to get get to the bag and mm -hmm. like can we blame her can we blame her in the instability of today's economy and another woman who was ahead of her time because she was like i'm gonna work in pr and be a bad bitch and bag this like also the dad definitely giving attachment issues because how are you getting engaged and married that quickly consistently like that's not good yeah she was like i'm actually gonna be 26 and i'm gonna marry this hot guy who owns a vineyard in napa and that's what the girlies are aspiring to today that's what they're trying to do with their 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 quiet luxury yeah it's not but it's not even like oh a man who owns like a thing in napa it's like a guy who owns like 15 bitcoin and like 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 oh how the mighty have fallen like what the fuck like men like men don't even own land anymore they're doing all that for a man who works in consulting whatever that is whatever that is oh my god but yeah, I like I just feel like if she'd gone about it differently, like if she wasn't mean to the little girls, because I feel like me as an almost 26, like I feel like I could have been like, oh, my God, hey, 12 year old, let's go shopping. Let's like do things that you like to do. Let me learn about you and become your BFF, even mm -hmm. though you see me as an adversary for your an adversary for your father's attention. I'm just going to be super nice to you. Mm hmm. And as somebody of step parent experience, many a time, <laughs> she leapt into the pool. I, what if it, I hope it's like still standing? <laughs> oh my god! I know. I, know. I feel like I think if Disney was real, and also the way that they were like the way they were, if Disney was real, they would send us on a on a parent trap tour. Well, yeah, <laughs> and they would take us. They would take us to London too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going multi-city. What else? Oh, them concocting the plan to get the parents back together. She didn't come up with a plan. She didn't have a plan of action. She was just, they're, they're geniuses, I'm afraid. Yeah. 
And what are what what are their signs? I'm pretty sure they're like Libras. Because mm-hmm. they were born on October 11th. Holly was sassing yeah. her a little bit by the pool. Good for her. Good for them. Mm-hmm. They were reading the dad down about her. It was fucking yeah. crazy. They were like, oh my god, you're gonna adopt Meredith. <laughs> Vivid flashbacks to the scenes in that movie. There's a scene where she like pulls out this like two thousand dollar dslr camera to like take pictures of her dad and i remember being like what the fuck like i don't know it was just like so like i was like what is it like to be just like i don't know to have this house and to just have this life and shit and yeah i was i think you know part of my hallie moon or hallie right hallie sun is just like that house it's gorgeous you know because imagine coming onto the scene with just an absolute banger you knock that shit out of the park you're doing a british accent for half the movie you have people thinking that you have a twin after they walk out of the film yeah the fact that she didn't get an award for that is actually crazy because she should have she should have won oscar she's the best actress like yeah. what won that year? Probably not something better than <laughs> the parent trap. Oh, absolutely not. And we will we'll we'll verify those facts when we're done recording. But definitely absolutely. not better than the parent trap. We love her. Shout out to Nancy Myers. Did you ever read her piece in the Modern Love column in the New York Times? No. It was pretty good. I'll um good. I'll send it to you. Yeah, send it to me. Yeah, but basically, um, I think she and her husband, who she had her daughters with that are named Annie and Hallie, I'm pretty sure, got divorced. But, like, they had, like, a civil partnership still. Like, they were still, like, good friends and stuff. And I think they, like, went to a wedding together while they were divorced. And that's what it's about. But it was beautifully written, of course. Wow. And, um, yeah, that's my sister. That's we, We're going to do a whole yeah. Nancy Myers episode eventually because that's mother, that's Absolutely. sister, like. So anything you hated this week? anything i hated this week i will say if we recorded last week when i was on my period i probably would have a laundry list of things that i hated (laughs) but luckily my period has ended and i'm actually just feeling like a lot lighter and like nothing in particular is standing out like the typical thing is that i hate capitalism men the patriarchy like my usual stuff things i loved this week i'm really liking this podcast podception this podcast called Mm -hmm. good children it's hosted by these two best friends and they are white italian gay guys that grew up on long island together they've been best friends since they were like five years old and they're like 27 now and um they were basically making a podcast where they like reflect on what their lives were like together and like growing up together and stuff and it's really sweet and wholesome and like even though they've known each other for a very long time like the way that they speak and engage with each other it also makes you feel like you're included and it feels like you're their friend and um when i do become the president i am implementing a podcast mic buyback program for men (laughs) because i'm sick and tired of them but um before we even get the guns we're getting yeah the guns i can i can wait a couple weeks for the guns the podcast mics have to go first um but yeah i will let joe and andrew and also speaking of friendship another thing i loved this week i do work retail in the city like on the weekends ish i won't go into specifics but if you see me say hello um um and i just really enjoy the camaraderie that comes in working in retail with other young women like i really do love my coworkers. i want to say working in retail is like 70 percent us kikiing and gossiping and having a good time and the other 30 percent is that like we're running that sort of like it's the navy and i like hate capitalism and i don't really want to work but i'm glad that i have wonderful kind smart people to work with and to gab with and to work the register with at my little retail job so shout out to them that's lovely it's like that could be a nancy myers movie working retail (laughs) i um fola do you have anything you loved or hated this week that you'd like to share with the class yeah let's start with hate i think this is like a very recent hate as in like the last 48 hours it's that subway girl and not just her like she is whatever but i feel like the ease with which we can magnify white nonsense Mm -hmm. is something that i hate very deeply and it just grows and grows and grows and i'm like i don't know 
should black people just like have our own social media where we're like take pictures of your arm but yeah um I don't know it was like I feel like it's like we need to let people who like go viral like we need to let them simmer I think that's the issue is like with like TikTok and stuff everything's moving so quickly so like it's like you see a video it goes big you say you love this person and then they say something fucked up and stupid and then you have to be like oh I take it back but it's just like you know it's been it's been a day like you don't know this person at all and people are like oh I really fuck with the subway girl I'm like I don't know like I don't know her also, adding on to that, um, I'm really tired of, like, these alleged culture journalists simply sitting on their fat asses in their little North Brooklyn apartments being like, which one of these viral tweets can I write about for work today for $1,000? Like, I know that, like, print media and journalism is suffering right now, but the fact that you guys need to, like, farm stuff that's happening online that isn't, like, worthy of an article, an interview in the fucking cut when that when that post of hers was going viral on like monday is crazy it's insane and it's like it's it's literally something that was relevant on like a very specific niche section of twitter and i just feel like you guys all want to be you guys want to be fucking bernstein and woodward or whatever that nigga's name is and y'all all want to like release the next watergate papers but you guys want to sit on twitter and cook in your fucking away pans or whatever the shits are called and not actually do any fucking work you guys just want to sit on twitter and shop at trader joe's and just whatever whatever you come across is going to be your work for the day can you imagine if other people worked like that can you imagine if other people worked like that if you want to do work like that if you want to do work where you sit on social media and like your time on social media can later be invested into your professional life you need to be doing social media marketing. You don't need to be writing for The Cut. You don't need to be writing for Paper Magazine. You don't need to be writing for a major publication about something that you saw 10 people tweet about on Monday. It's getting insane. Nobody, it's, nobody wants to work. It seems like nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to work. They just want to, they, they're like, I'm going to write about this viral TikTok. Yeah. Girl dinner. Not everything needs to be a fucking article. Some things just need to stay on Twitter or just stay on TikTok. And frankly, yeah. I'm sick of it. Like, on one hand, you guys like no critical thoughts, just vibes. But on the other hand, we need to talk about Subway Girl and this I got dressed in the dark ass fit for two weeks. <laughs> like it just it's really it's really scary. I'm really concerned about the state of our country because just the like the intellectualism is just not there or it's being misapplied. And I don't like it. That was a read. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. What she said. <laughs> I I agree with Maya. I feel like, yeah, everything is like an article where like, I think everyone wants everything to be like studied academically and analyzed. And the fact is like, I don't know, as internet people, like we can do that as, jo- as a joke. Um, but then like, you know, then they start to appear on like CNN and it's like, what the fuck is this? Did you read that thing where it was like, the journalists in America like it used to be that like people would just like you know come from like any college or like not even go to college and be able to like get journalism jobs and now it's like 50% of all the journalists in the United States are like Ivy League grads or they went to like the University of Chicago like you know even if it's not Ivy it's like one of those like top tier universities and they can't write and oh well now we've said it now we've said it because yeah I mean it's like I don't know I I don't know if you saw this but I saw this like album review of someone's album and it was some guy just a verified guy on Twitter with like 200,000 followers and he's just like I thought the album was very good I thought that he explores different musical styles it's like very much like third grade like what did you do this summer type shit and it's like people are sitting there and like liking it and retweeting it it's just like it's crazy to me like we like we're losing recipes I need a good fucking article to like pour over for weeks and I just I think also like what you said similar to what you said like it's just like people having conversations on Twitter and then you're distilling that into an article and it's typically it's typically black people that are the ones like actually having these very interesting conversations on Twitter for the free and someone who's not black is collecting that check but 
that's a conversation for another day. Um, but yeah, anyway, fuck that girl. Fuck, fuck everything right now. I'm like, just, yeah, like, fuck Dime Square. Fuck white people who think they're interesting. No shade, but it's just like, you're not. Like, you know, the thing is, it's like her, like, outfit. And I posted about this on TikTok, but it was like, her outfit was like, oh, um, she was wearing, like, basketball shorts and, like, a pump. And it's like, are you kidding me? That's what I wear to help my mom bring in the groceries. I was like, I was like, like, I, was like I have seen that outfit in, like, do the right thing. Like, in a Spike Lee movie. Like, what are you talking about? I did see it. Oh, I can't. The people in Harlem and, and Queens wouldn't get it. Like, show me where Harlem and Queens are on a map right fucking now. And in the article, she was like, sorry, I'm like, this just pissed me off today. Um, I actually thought about this before we started recording. I was thinking about, like, how I love being a girl in 2023 with a phone and, like, with internet connection. Because um, I was sitting in my room on Monday and I really wanted some candy, but I, like, didn't want to get up. And I door dashed myself like a pound of sour candy and I didn't have to move a muscle. And I was just like, imagine if I was like living in fucking like peasant fucking 1202 and just like having like I'd have like six babies by now and I I'd probably have the plague and like all that shit like it just like wouldn't be great for me and like I'd have to like walk a mile to get fucking water and shit you know like I and I just like I don't think I'd be like good at that you know I think that I, I I'm perfect people are like oh I'm an old soul I was born in the wrong generation I was not I was not I don't even think I would have survived in like the 90s to be honest like that was still paper map time you're in the you're in the library reading an encyclopedia for your PhD <laughs> till the world ends so yeah, I'm just like, you know, and it's like, of course, like being alive right now is like definitely we're going through some fuck shit. But like, who isn't going through fuck shit and being right. alive on planet Earth, you know? And honestly, I'm going through fuck shit and I have air conditioning. And I can watch TV and I can play on my little phone <laughs> and and I have Prozac <laughs> right. Right. and I have Wellbutrin because right. I don't know, raw dogging life. It would have been me and the lobotomy real bad. <laughs> lobotomy parties like okay but yeah you know just love being a modern girl in a modern world we're cosmopolitan we're chic also we wouldn't have met if we were born in like 1862 or whatever <laughs> like, <laughs> first of all if you we were in 1860 something i'd literally be in chains like what to tell you <laughs> like i was born in florida like they were definitely doing like slavery down there but whatever um but yeah like being in the triangle shirtwaist factory being like a little child whose fingers are like unweaving the loom and then your 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 hand just gets chopped off and you just don't have a fucking hand and your mom's like pissed at you because <laughs> you were the one bringing home like the money to buy bread <laughs> And now, and now there's no bread, and you don't have a fucking hand, you stupid idiot. And now what? <laughs> like, yeah, like I couldn't have, I like I'm like I couldn't even, I don't think I could have made it through like the '80s, like or like even the early 2000s. Like honestly, like I definitely would have been doing crack in the '80s. Like, <laughs> like Ronald Reagan would have dropped it in the neighborhood, and I would have been like, mm-hmm, yeah, I would have been. Uh, you know, no, I think if I were to time travel back to the 80s, I totally, like, I would love to be, like, in 1982, like, just cokehead, like, just, like, oh, in yeah. the, in the, in the club partying, and then, like, I'm with, like, a secretary by day, and I'm just, like, ramming lines. Oh, and, yeah. Like, just, yeah. I always say. Yes, I would survive that. Oh, yeah. I always say that if I could time travel, I, like, I have, like, a couple things that I want to, like, mm -hmm. like, a couple, like things i would like to live through but i think my number one is always going to be that i want to go back to the 80s and like do mad coke with mad wall street niggas at studio 54 y'all yeah. would not be able to tell me nothing like we like what like what were the conditions that like got us there as americans like we need to replicate that i don't know Ooh. like mm -hmm. just doing drugs and hanging out you know where everyone wants to everyone wants to tweet about shit what the fuck is an elf bar right like <laughs> like if you're gonna smoke 
you're you're smoking cotton candy tobacco get 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 a fucking cigarette grow up you want to you want to have a nicotine addiction be an adult talking about oh i i smoke out of a fucking usb flash drive no don't like don't piss me off right now (laughs) i'm just gonna keep like ranting about shit that i hate Don Draper did not write the why I'm quitting tobacco letter for y'all to be smoking elf bars. You did not write, it's toasted. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for our Mad Men episode. We, we'll, we'll end this episode eventually. But Lee <laughs> Lee Harvey Jr., whatever that, na- that nigga was, bisexual king. Icon. Icon. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, sexual, sexual harassment, no. But, um, you know, being queer in the 60s, we salute bisexual you, Bisexual harassment? Bisexual harassment? <laughs> this is why nobody likes bisexual people. Wow. <laughs> we just eat hot chip and lie. Yeah. All right. It's like a hot chip in the 1960s. Like, I don't know. <laughs> just like an Uts potato chip. <laughs> eat Uts and, and fib. <laughs> Sorry. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's let's end it, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. Yeah. Um thanks for coming back to episode two. Um, I guess we should mention it now. Full and I are yeah. planning on doing a little back to school episode moment. Yeah. So um I don't know if this is gonna be out in time. But I mean let's mention um, we're going to do a back to school episode, so please feel free to send in questions, comments, stories about school on the next episode. We'll see we you guys it. soon. Oh my god, we'll episode guys. two. We did we'll it. Uh-huh. We did it, Joe. <laughs> we're going to have another episode of our podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> please end the show. <laughs> <laughs>